What does it take to make customers happy? Wait, let's back up. What does it take to make employees happy? Because without happy employees, you don't have happy customers. And let's face it, 2020 was a year where employees had a lot to be unhappy about. Setting up home offices, trying to figure out how to collaborate with coworkers. The list goes on and on. But here to answer some of the problems on that list and pave the way for 2021, we have Kevin Steele, Drew Fritz, and John Kelly from the Ultimate Kronos Group. From the studios of Karma Productions Worldwide in Chicago, this is Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic. Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance, where we supply expert views, riff on the news, innovate and investigate, actionable insights, unscripted banking with a caffeine kick. I'm your host, Lou Carlozo, inviting you to sit back, grab a cuppa, Kick up your feet. Here we go. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. Also want to share some fabulous news on the sponsorship front. Bankadelic is thrilled to announce that Quantic Bank has renewed their sponsorship. They've been a great ally of the podcast. Thank you so much to Casey Christopher and the gang there. And we have a brand new sponsor, Banker Hire. You're going to be hearing a great podcast with Shane Smith of Banker Hire in the weeks to come. They know a lot about the challenges of attracting, hiring, and retaining talent. So thank you, Banker Hire. And today on the show, we've got a terrific trio, Kevin Steele, Drew Fritz, and John Kelly. I'll briefly introduce all three of them to you. Kevin Steele has devoted 25 years to improving customer experience and workforce management in retail banking environments and is the banking industry principal at UKG, which is the ultimate Kronos Group. As changing customer behaviors, new delivery options, and COVID-19 require banks to rethink traditional approaches, his team is reinventing the ways in which banks interact with customers, collect and utilize data, and manage their workforce. Next up, Drew Fritz. Drew is an expert on the topic of how effective employee engagement fuels the customer experience in branch banking environments. At UKG, he works directly with financial institutions to optimize their operating models through human capital management and workforce management technology solutions. Last but definitely not least, John Kelly. He's the Director of Services and Distribution Practice Group at UKG, where he leads go-to marketing strategy for the financial services market. He's also focused on tracking and identifying industry trends that shape the future of work for financial institutions. Kevin, Drew, and John, welcome to Bankadelic. Thanks, Lou. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. I should also probably say thanks to Ultimate Kronos Group for giving you an hour off here. Kevin, you and I were talking a little bit off mic about this notion of the big challenge, both for employees and for customers at this time, and especially within the digital realm. I'd love you to share some of that with the audience and talk about your perspective on where financial services institutions need to be and what you're trying to do to help out. Thanks, Lou. You know, the banks have been doing a great job trying to deal with the pandemic. All this while they're in the midst of transforming their branches and their operating models and trying to, you know, modernize their systems. I, as a consumer, often find some of the changes in the digital world, it makes me feel a little bit out of control. It makes me feel like I don't have the ability to interact in a way in which I want to or that is convenient for me. 
This issue around control is really important, especially given that the pandemic has made us all feel so out of control for the customer experience as well as for the employee experience. Appointment setting software is out there. Many, many people offer it. And it allows the customer to pick the time and the place that they want to interact with the bank. Eliminates the wait time. It also gives them information about what they need to successfully complete the transaction. Eliminates the frustration of having to go and leave and get additional information. On top of that, there are solutions that will tie into the appointment setting software that control the lobby, right? So they tell you how long the wait is right now at a bank within five miles or 10 miles. They tell you, you know, where you are in the queue when you walk into a branch, how long it's going to be. The more you give people information and the more they feel in control of the experience, the much greater their satisfaction level is because they can now do what makes sense for them. They don't sit in the lobby and waste their lunchtime wondering whether or not they're going to be able to get to a sales associate. They'll know the information ahead of time, be able to make a decision. And if the wait's too long, they make an appointment, come back when there is no wait. We saw banks that were doing 300 appointments a month, and now they're doing 6,000. Wow. Yeah, one bank is doing 12,000 appointments a month. And what we're seeing in the studies that we've done over the past six years is that when a person comes in for an appointment, there's 1.5 times more products sold than when someone comes in for a walk-in. Think about that. The increase in revenue for places that are using solutions like this has been astronomical. And even during the pandemic, folks that have aggressively used appointments and lobby solutions have increased the revenue in their branches, where banks that haven't done that have been struggling to keep the revenue flat. And in many cases, they're losing revenue. You know, putting the customer in control of their experience, putting the employee in control of their experience really creates the engagement of the customer and creates the engagement of the employee. And I think that is going to be extremely important given the exhaustion that everyone has from the pandemic. I love the idea, love the idea of bridging that connection between giving not just the customers some power and a sense of control, but the employees as well. And John, I wanted to direct this to you because you really follow the industry trends involving the future of work pretty closely. We're into 2021 now. What have you been watching that has really caught your interest? UKG made a conscious decision well before the pandemic to partner with our customers on you know, how to better prepare their organizations for the future of work. And we divided that into three pillars, people, technology, and leadership. We've most been able to have an impact during the pandemic is with people and labor operating models to follow up what Kevin just said. And how do we better prepare these organizations to provide business continuity? That's been the main thing, our main focus. Drew, the employee engagement piece and the customer experience piece, I'd love for you to make the case here about why financial institutions need to pay attention to that employee engagement piece and how you see that hitting the ground running. Absolutely. When you look at employee engagement, you look at workforce management, you look at all the different digitalized technology that's offered today, especially during this pandemic, it's so crucial and key to understand exactly where your employee engagement lies. Because when you look at an employee standpoint, when they're less engaged, you usually see less productivity, 
you're typical to see more turnover. When you have a more engaged workforce, you're also going to see a more engaged customer base. And when you offer specific technologies that are able to be symbiotic with one another, you're going to see a happier customer base. You're going to see uh, growth in revenue and transactions, better customer scores, and you're also going to see better employee scores. You're starting to see a massive trend within the financial services industry, looking at scores in the sense of how happy employees are with the organization they're with. And one of the key ways you're able to drive this is by putting these tools in place that give the employee a better experience, especially in times like this, that you have such a remote workforce nowadays. From that connection, you're going to be able to really drive a much, much more engaged employee staff And from that technology as well, you're going to be able to drive a much happier customer base. They want to work with the banks. They want to work with them in the way they want to. And if they're not going to be able to offer technology like that, you're typically going to see them look somewhere else. So it's really important nowadays to look at your digital technology and ensure you're offering the best product suite to your customer base as well as your employees. That's a fantastic set of points. I think maybe it was back in the 1980s, this Dilbert notion that if you didn't have your ass in a chair and you were at work, then what were you doing? And these days, financial institutions, they've really grown. They recognize that to do well, they have to do well by their employees. Now, I'm curious with this new year, and again, I'm going to be really honest, I don't quite know what to expect. A lot of people are relieved with the COVID vaccine, but we still have a ways to go. What do each of you see as trends or developments or imperatives that the industry has to pay attention to? I'll lead us off there. This is Drew again. When you look at going to 2021, the trends that you saw in 2020 aren't going anywhere. You're going to see more of a virtual and remote workforce throughout this industry, and it's going to remain that way. This unfortunate pandemic's changed the way that we do business nowadays, because you're going to still get a sense of uncomfortableness, I believe, from a lot of customers on possibly wanting to go in and have that personal touch. They would prefer to have a personal touch still, but they have no problem doing it virtually, as long as the technology is offered and gives them that ability to do so. This is John. And I think to follow up on what Drew just said, what we've seen is digital transformation has advanced five years in six months, right? So digital transformation has been a buzzword. Companies have started to plan their digital transformation initiatives, but this has really catapulted it. And I think we're going to continue to see that through FY21. This is Kevin. I agree with everything my colleagues have said. Even if there is a vaccine, and even if things go back to the way they were before, I don't believe that the customers are going to return to the same patterns and behaviors that they had before. There was an informal survey done of folks who were using appointment setting software, and 72% of them said they were going to continue to do that even after the branches reopened and the access was unfettered. I think that things are going to change dramatically in different parts of the country, but the thing that will drive success for bankers is having data and having information. And The systems that we've had for years don't provide information fast enough and don't provide enough information to be able to properly address the changes in the customer behaviors and the customer patterns. So I think they're going to be hard pressed to adopt some information, some changes to how they can collect information faster to be able to keep up with the customer behavior changes. 
Yeah, it reminds me in a sense of that Amazon effect that was talked about a lot before the pandemic that because consumers had gotten used to a certain way of doing things through e-commerce, they were then beginning to ask, well, why can't my financial institutions do that? They experience a change, they love it, and then they start to wonder about how that fits into the rest of their lives. And that has been one of the incredible things about the pandemic changes were forced upon the industry to deal with the reality, but it's produced so much in the way of positives for consumers, it's impossible to me to expect that they would want to go back to the way things were done before. They have these new tools at their disposal, they're loving them, they're producing positive effects all the way around. They're going to need to stay in place, right? They are, you know, and that's why a lot of these consumers, they really want to see an organization continue to evolve and adapt with the times. Because when you really look at what we're dealing with today, a consumer wants to have that power at their fingertips. And if they don't have that ability, it can scare them off and they can look at other places. So luckily, you know, you're able to have these type of platforms and this diverse technology available today for a lot of these financial institutions to adapt, uh, allowing a better customer and employee experience. We are hearing from customers that their selection criteria has changed. You know, primarily over the years, convenience was a real factor in choosing the branch that you were doing business with, right? The bank. But now they're looking more at what other digital options there are. All these things have now come into the equation and they've changed the selection criteria when people choose an institution to do business with. The more data people have, the more the, the bankers understand that, the better they can make decisions about their operating models and the solutions they employ. Maybe the beliefs and the practices that you all espouse on the outside dealing with the industry have something to do with what's going on under the hood. I love this new company tagline, our purpose is people. If we can go further underneath the hood, maybe you can cite some examples how you're seeing that happen in your work. So on average, you know, banks in the United States have about a 35% turnover in their retail branch networks. That's a huge cost. But there was one example a few years ago in Hawaii. They had a 65% turnover in their branch employees, which was really impacting them, impacting their bottom line, causing them tremendous amount of costs and a tremendous amount of issues with the customer experience and you know, being in compliance with regulations, everything. It was just a nightmare for them. So they decided to tackle that. They offered some incentives. They put in some technology solutions, which would put the employee more in control of their schedule, have more choices to be able to make around their schedule, all automatically approved or automatically done without any intervention by managers. So the employees felt like they were in control of their life and their situation. And they reduced their turnover from in the 60s down to around 20%. <laughs> wow. And that was enormous, enormous for them in their bottom line and also in their experience with the customers. And all that was a result of their employees becoming more engaged because they felt more valued. They felt like they had better tools to work with. Just as a waterfall effect that goes right through the whole system when you can do things like that with, with your employees. I was going to piggyback off of what Kevin said. Having that ability to really feel like you're in control and the transparency itself as well just gives a different feel for employees. And, you know, I think all three of us can speak thoroughly on that just 
for being a part of this amazing organization at UKG. You have such a great work-life balance as well as the ability to really have control at your fingertips because of the platforms we utilize here. And it gives us the will and want to work harder and bring about the things that sometimes only you can bring about to help the organization grow and the customers you serve. We definitely live it here at UKG. Safe and secure working environments, good pay and benefits, continuous learning, but also the work-life balance, which has been extremely important during the pandemic. Our purpose as people just focuses on treating your human resources as strategically as you treat the other resources within your company, developing a deep talent pool, uh, employee retention and satisfaction ultimately leads to satisfied customers and then ultimately a good bottom line. Kevin, Drew, John, what a privilege to have you guys on the podcast today. And hopefully we're going to see you guys again soon. Thanks, yeah, Luke. Thank you, thank thank you very much. Kevin Steele, Drew Fritz, and John Kelly, all working for Ultimate Kronos Group UKG. You can find Kevin, Drew, and John on LinkedIn. Bankadelic, sponsored by the William Mills Agency. For close to 40 years, the William Mills Agency has served hundreds of companies that provide a wide range of products and services in the banking, payments, mortgage, credit union, and related markets. The William Mills Agency is the largest provider of PR and marketing services for companies that market to the financial industry. For more information, visit williammills.com. Quantic is the adaptive digital bank that offers entrepreneurs, immigrants, millennials, low-income families, seniors, and others innovative banking products and services which embrace the diversity of circumstances that exist in the lives of customers while elevating their financial strength. For more information, visit QuanticBank.com. That's Q-U-O-N-T-I-C Bank.com. Have you thought about how you'll gain the upper hand in your search for stellar talent? BankerHire leverages a niche industry with uncommon insight. They're committed to finding you qualified commercial and community banking, lending, compliance, HR, retail, and wealth talent. BankerHire prides itself on listening and solving problems. Their approach is 100% hands-on and heads-up, giving you what you need to make smart, actionable decisions. For more information, visit BankerHire.com. Here at Bankadelic, you're the customer. And I'm the employee. And you can't be happy until I'm happy. So here's my thought. I deserve about a 300% raise, a Bentley, executive washroom, satellite office in Tahiti. Except for one thing, I'm also the boss so all of that needs to be approved by me. Lou, I'm sorry. There's just not room in the budget for that. However, we can give you a $5 Starbucks gift card. Come on. What do you say? Okay. Well, I tried. Now it's time to get back to work with three, three bullet, bullet points. points. Number one. When you look at going to 2021, the trends that you saw in 2020 aren't going anywhere. You're gonna see more of a virtual and remote workforce 
throughout this industry, and it's going to remain that way. This unfortunate pandemic has changed the way that we do business nowadays. Number two. We're starting to see a massive trend on looking at scores in the sense of how happy employees are. And one of the key ways you're able to drive this is by putting these tools in place to give the employee a better experience, especially in times like this, that you have such a remote workforce. Number three. The thing that will drive success for bankers is having data and having information. The systems that we've had for years don't provide information fast enough and don't provide enough information to be able to properly address the changes in customer behaviors and customer patterns. And now, Lou's views. In our conversation today with Kevin Steele, Drew Fritz, and John Kelly, a lot of themes came up about making the workplace a great place and how much that has to do with trusting your employees and counting on them to do the right thing. Now, there's another word that's often used for this type of philosophy, and that's empowerment, to which I say, bah. <laughs> and I'm not the one who came up with that view of the word. It was actually Patty McCord who developed the famous Netflix talent deck. That deck became a manifesto for so many startups. She talked to me about the idea that at Netflix, empowerment didn't exist. She said, if you have to empower somebody, then that implies they didn't have power in the first place or that you're the one giving them the power. And if you're saying to yourself, I think we can do better. Well, guess what? We already have in 2020, the financial services industry achieved remarkable things and did remarkable things while we were all confined to our homes. That might sound like a little bit of financial services kumbaya, but think of it this way. For all the talk that has been fairly worthless about empowering employees, maybe it's the employees who empower the institution. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. We hope you join us next time and check back in the weeks ahead as we build our podcast vault. Our producer in Chicago is Jenny Elman. Thanks again to the William Mills Agency for their generous sponsorship. Thanks also to Quantic. I'm Lou Carlozo. You can catch me on LinkedIn and at the coffee shop thinking about another iced mocha. Until next time, so long. Bankadelic is a production of Contrarian New Media, London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas.